Hello and welcome back to the Brett and Jason podcast. I am your host, Brett Hanfling, and I don't have Jason Bergman here, but I have someone else, a very special guest, the big man in the paint, Mr. Todd Levy. Filling in for Jason Bergman today. Hi, everybody. Uh, small shoes to fill, so I think you, you can... Yes, I won't fit. <laughs> um, Todd, excited to do this. We haven't done this in a while. Um, you know... The bubble is in full, full, uh, full go, and it's been awesome. So I'm excited to talk to you. Um, quickly, we had some breaking news just two minutes ago before we uh, before we went on air. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks are considering sitting out today's game uh, to protest social justice inequalities, and specifically in the wake of the Jacob Blake shooting. You know, it's literally ongoing right now, so we're not sure what's happening. But uh, what do you think, quick, real quick? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think. I'm seeing Evan Fournier walking out of the locker room right now on his phone on TV. Uh, Steve Clifford's obviously pretty, probably pretty happy as we were just saying that he gets to go six games. We were saying off air. I mean, I think it's great. I think it's great that they're doing it. It's awesome that, I mean, obviously it's great that they can maybe afford if they do lose the game that they can still win the series. And I think it's great that they're doing something for social justice in the bubble. This whole thing was supposed to be about social justice. So they're putting their money where their mouths are. And, uh, I mean, this, this could be. God, it was just announced. They have decided to boycott Game Six. Wow, that is um, that is Game Six. This is oh, uh, Woj, I guess Woj had a had a mistake in his tweet. Um, I guess they've decided to boycott Woj. Game Five. Um, this is pretty big news. I, first time I think this has ever happened. I don't know, maybe before before our lifetimes. Um, yeah. So I guess Orlando gets the win. And, you know, I, I don't want to get too much into it, um, but I'm just going to say, you know, I respect their decision to set it out. I would have respected their decision to play. Um, I understand, you know, what they're com- where they're coming from, and, and they want to show the world that, you know, that they care and they, and they could use their, their voices. And, um, you know, I, I honestly didn't think this was going to happen. I, I understood they were, you know, the Raptors were thinking about the Celtics, but the Bucks have gone and, and they're sitting out game five. Yeah, and not to spend too much time on this because obviously we want to talk about a lot of the basketball that's been played, although I think this is really important, so we should talk about it as well. But one thing that I find interesting, we, we were saying it off air, is that they kept this a secret, whereas the Celtics and Raptors, it was being talked about. One, I think the fact that they kept it a secret is great. It makes it much more authentic, and it's like we're all having this moment now where we're finding out this is happening. Everyone's texting each other. So yeah. I think that's really cool. Definitely- but I'm, I'm curious – what what happens now? Like now, do the Celtics, Celtics and Raptors are probably like, well, geez, the Bucks did. Like we gotta put our money where where our mouths are. Our money. Yeah, our mouths are. I, I, Does this I, happen again? It's a weird thing to say, but it's. I think it sort of puts some teams in a tough spot because, you know, nothing. It's bad to say, but nothing. No change is happening overnight. Um, so it's like, where do you draw the line of like, okay, we'll play. Like what? I don't know. Um, yeah. really, where that leaves them. Um. Okay, Todd, so let's get uh, into the bubble because there's been a lot of great basketball. Um, and I guess a good place to start is, you know, because we haven't spoke, you know, at least at least on, on a podcast since the bubble started. How, what do you think of the whole thing? People were skeptical. I think it's been great. I think the NBA has done a great job. But just real quick, overall thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been awesome. Um, it is the one sports experience I've seen since the pandemic where – I don't really think about the fact that I'm watching, you know, sports in a weird setting uh, because they, I think it's because they actually have small, small stadiums where the music's loud. So it feels like you don't even really realize there's no fans and the video fans are cool. So 
it's been a big success. The day games are done now. Those were cool. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's been been pretty awesome. I would The only thing I would critique is I don't like that uh, the two L.A. teams play at 9 p.m. every night. I wish that they sometimes had, like, a, an earlier game because they end at, like, 12 all the time. Yeah, I, I – I know maybe you go to sleep a little early. I think they consider that their, their prime time spot. Um, you know, the, that was Dallas Clippers yesterday. Um, yeah. But as you said, I think the, the experience, the watching experience, they did a great job. I was skeptical at the pumped in crowd, but it, it really sounds pretty good. Sometimes you sort of forget, you know, um, I like the board with the virtual fans. You know, I heard JJ Reddick on the Bill Simmons podcast saying, you know, when they first got down there, it was sort of like summer league games. But then once they started doing the pumped in crowd and the virtual uh, fans, he said, you know, it's not the same, but there is an environment, a competitive atmosphere, and they get pumped up. And you can see it on big game winners. They're sort of turn and, and, and sort of scream to the, the fake crowd. Um, yeah. So, you know, I've been watching a lot of baseball just because, you know, there's not that much else going on. But the lack of crowd gets to you a little bit, even though it's not like that type of sport. Um, I, I, you know, football, I could see it being a big issue also, um, if yeah. we get there, but you know, the best, well, they're, they're just going to have fans. They're just going to force it and have fans. It seems That's like. true. Um, yeah, football, football is its own animal. They're already, you know, they already have this whole thing with, they had positive COVID tests, but now they're false tests. It really sort of laid a path to, you know, if, if some tests get positive on game day, it could be false tests. And I don't want to get too much into that, but yeah, NFL is going to bulldoze their way through the season. That's a whole wormhole. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. That's probably worth another conversation. Yeah. Okay. So bubble ball. We're, I guess we're almost, we're past halfway through the first round. Um, a couple teams are eliminated. Who are you most impressed with? Who are a couple teams that you're impressed with? So, I mean, impressed with, I got to say, I'm, I'm very impressed with the jazz because I didn't think that they would be able to win three games against the nuggets like that. Um, me neither. I didn't, think I, they, I didn't think they had enough scoring. Um, yeah, me, yeah, exactly. Huge. He's averaging 38 points per game, most in the bubble, which, you know, we all have liked Mitchell the last couple of years, and I thought he was a, a really nice player. I didn't know he, you know, had the potential to be a superstar, which now I really do. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, like, Russell Westbrook hasn't won a, a serious a series, not to go against Westbrook too much, but since Durant left. It's not easy to win a series in the Western Conference. I think he's already won one. And he's on the, the verge of beating a three seed. So that's obviously very impressive. And I don't, uh, I don't think they've won. I think he had a pretty poor playoff performance last year. Um, which no, he is, did. But not his rookie year? Did they not? They, they may have. They may have won one. Um, so it is, the- it is pretty cool that, that he's coming through. Um, yeah, Gobert's really good. Um, Connolly's given them good minutes since he came back. Um, I've been pretty impressed with Utah. That's a 3-2 series. They're up 3-2. It's not over. Um, Last night, you know, they had the chance to close out, but Jamal Murray was just unbelievable. Jamal Murray, I could say the same thing I said about Mitchell, playing unbelievable. Um, yeah. He's averaging 30 points a game in the playoffs. Um, you know, they, they really need it. Jokic has been good, um, but they needed to keep up with the score of Mitchell. Yeah, Murray's averaging 31 a game. I mean, I didn't know he had on 56% shooting. <laughs> and he hasn't had a turnover the last two days. Um, he averages like 18 a game in the season. Yeah, it's that's really incredible. I mean, he's a great shooter. He's he's not super quick, but he, he he's quick and he has really good body control when he goes to the hoop. Um, yeah, great finishing around the rim. So Murray, I think, is another guy that you know I thought was a really nice player, but now he could I think he could really be a star. 
I, I agree with you. I just looked it up. Mitchell did win one series against Russell Westbrook his rookie year. Um, they, they beat the Thunder in five games. Interesting, which, yeah. They, they lost pretty bad to the Rockets. Yeah, no. uh, or six games, beat the Thunder in six games, then lost in five to the Rockets. But This would be a really nice, a really nice series win. It's his third uh, year, right? Third, third year? Yeah. It's his third year. It's pretty uh, good. Yeah, so the Jazz are impressive. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with that series. Um, another Celtics. Who? Celtics. Have to, I was gonna say Celtics. Celtics are very impressive. Um, you know, everyone, everyone sort of had them on their radar, but to um, you know, to get the sweep of Philly. Um, you know, Philly obviously is missing Simmons, but you know they still have a solid team. Get the sweep. Tatum was great. Brown was great. Um, you think? Do you think uh, Boston could, could win a couple more rounds? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not ruling Boston out to win the championship. Right. And I'm not. I'm not saying that um, I think they're going to win the championship, but I don't think it's as impo- like I don't think they're included in the contender group in most people's eyes. But so they're twelve. Just, they're twelve to one odds, but they're behind. Obviously, the Clippers, Lakers, Bucks. They're the same as Toronto. Uh, and they're behind. They're behind Houston, also. Behind Houston. See, I would put them ahead of Houston because Houston has to play probably both LA teams. Whereas if they beat the Raptors, I'm not saying they're going to beat the Bucks, but they seem to have a pretty good formula for walling up Giannis. Just in the past, I think the Raptors and the Celtics are the two best teams, quote unquote, like around team, not players, but just teams in the playoffs in the league right now. Yeah. They play really good team ball. So it's going to be really, whoever comes out of that series, I'm not convinced the Bucs are going to beat them. And I, you know, while I support what's happening today, this is going to be something that gets talked about a lot. The Bucs have very courageously invited a lot of talk about them. And that could turn into a distraction, which I guess they've, they've done really bravely, but we'll see what, we'll see what happens. I, I think that the Celtics definitely have a chance to get to the finals. And if they get there, they have the best coach there. Right. I mean, I think if they play the Lakers, even if they play the Clippers, I think Brad Stevens is a better coach. They remind me a lot of the Celtics team when Kyrie was on the bench in the playoffs yeah. when they went to seven games. I mean, they're deep, first of all. And, you know, to make a run in the playoffs, you got to be deep, you got to have good coaching, and you got to have a superstar. And I think Tatum, and by superstar, it's really in the playoffs towards the end game, the scoring aspect of that. Yes. I think Tatum could be that guy that could get you a bucket end of the game just as well as almost anyone at this point. Um, so, you know, he's going to be really important to that run. And if he plays well, um, you know, yeah, I think they have a chance for sure. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, Hayward's a loss for sure, but it makes him maybe better at defense than not to ha- always have him out. And, and he uh, may come back. Um, back it's like the conference finals. I don't know. We're not going not, to not hold on to that. Most uh, years I would say this Celtics team is not – is not going to the championship, just to be clear. I just think with the lack of home court advantage, that just takes away seating to me, flat out. Like, you're just playing games. I, I agree. It does. Um, you know, I guess for the first round, you get an easier matchup. Like, you know, the Bucks, the Bucks got to play the Magic, who, you know, and the uh, Raptors got to play the Nets. But after that, when, you, you know, when there's all these tough matchups, there's no home court advantage. Yeah, it, it's going to hurt the Bucks. I think. It might hurt the Lakers. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah. So I think we got to talk. So we're co- recording this on Wednesday. Um, the Mavs lost the Clippers last night. It wasn't that great of a game. They got blown out. But we, I think we got to talk about two nights ago. Luka Magic, I think, is 
you know, I want to say he's coming out. Everyone knows he's great. Everyone knows he's going to be great. But at the same time, I think that was a coming out game to, you know, that he could really be one of the all-time greats. Um, 30, I don't have it up. 37 points, I believe, 17 rebounds and 13 assists. <laughs> I looked it up. Is that actually the second – I should have it up. I believe it's the second player ever to have that stat line after Will Chamberlain, who did it with, like, 50 points. But that's just absurd. Um, did that Luca game surprise you? What do you think about that? And he, and by the way, if if you know, I didn't say he hit the game winning shot um, in overtime. Just it was. By the way, besides Luca, that was one of the most enjoyable games I've I've watched in a long time. It was just was a good one. Yeah, yeah, that and uh, game one of the Nuggets Jazz were just really overtime really good also. Yeah, yeah, both very good games. Um, did it surprise me? So obviously, like everyone else. I love Luca. I mean, I don't. I haven't really heard too many people say he's not really good. He he puts up LeBron like numbers, and he's twenty one. Did it surprise me though? Yes, it actually kind of did because I didn't think they could beat the Clippers without Porzingis. They suck. They're a really bad team. Right. I mean, I'm on a bad ankle. Um, yeah. I mean, poor George yeah. didn't play great, but still. And the Clippers are a great defensive team. Between you throw Kawhi on Luka, you throw Paul George, you throw Marcus Morris, who's a strong body and, and a better defender than people realize. Um, An ankle breaker. What do you do? He stepped on uh, Luka's uh, ankle. Uh, last night, yeah. that. And he had a series of tweets that he's not going to apologize for stepping on Luka's ankle. Um, sure. I expect yeah, you to. Luka thing, I, I didn't think he could surprise me. I thought I knew who he was. He's, he's spectacular. Um, I don't think they're going to win the series, but no, so you know, if Porzingis gets healthy for next year, Luca builds. Maybe they add another piece or two. I mean, they don't. You know, they don't need too much. They have some good shooters: uh, Seth Curry, Tim Hardaway. Um, you know, maybe another ball handler because Luca has a huge load. Um, but you know, they'll, they'll they're going to be a competitor next year for sure. I mean, I think this is kind of one of those series. Is I think OKC lost to LA. Um, before they got really good. And it was like, everyone was like, wow, OKC's really good. It was when, like, you know, Westbrook's like 20. And, and there was a series of the Warriors when they lost to the Clippers where you're like, wow, they almost beat the Clippers. And they were all, you know, kind of up and coming. Um, that's this series for them. They already won two games. It already like, happened. Porzingis has been hurt. It's the stepping stone series. It's like, yeah, I, it, it happens in football too. I think the Chiefs sort of. Um, right. You know, everyone knew they were they were a team a year ago, but they I forgot they lose they lost the Patriots, right? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, so. yeah. And then you know next year they come out and win the Super Bowl. Um, so yeah, Luca. Hopefully we get some Luca magic in uh, Game Six. Um, I think I saw Porzingis is lightly out, which isn't great. Yeah, I mean he must be he must be pretty hurt to be missing these games, right? They haven't played that many games, so yeah, and he probably is like a real injury. Yeah, and I mean, game five, he was rolled out 10 hours before game time. Um, so it, it wasn't even like, let's, let's see how it is. They, you know, even if it's really bad, a lot of times they don't tell us till game time. He was rolled out in the morning. Um, right, just to have a competitive advantage. Yeah. Um, but I will say this. What I thought was incredible about his game winner, there was 3.7 seconds left. It felt like he took like a thousand dribbles in those three seconds. I was like, it's not going to run out already. And then he just lost with the shot that it doesn't even look like he thinks is going to go in. Like he seemed genuinely surprised that that shot went in. Yeah. And I thought that was awesome. I also thought it was, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just reading on my screen. George Hill says, we're tired of the killings and injustice. And that's why we're not playing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. That's good. They made a statement. 
Um, but when he shot that, and I was also interested that he got Reggie Jackson on him. Like, you know, that this I watched him. It's, it's really across the NBA, but I noticed the Clippers. These teams switch way too easily on picks. I agree. All these picks are just to have them switch, and they just give it up, especially, especially yeah. with five seconds left in the game. I guess probably Kawhi started on him, or, or, or I think Kawhi did. Kawhi did. You, I think so. You, you sort of you got to fight over the pick. You're not going to be worried about him. I mean, he might swing it, but you get the ball out of his hands. Reggie Jackson. Why is, is, did he become a better defender? Because I'm surprised he was in the game, honestly. Pat um, Beverly's hurt. They need a point guard. Yeah. But, no, I agree with you. And he was guarding Luca a lot. It wasn't just that play. He's, no, because, he ended up it was because of the switches. They, they would be a pick, and, like, and they would just switch. And there was no fight over. I kept seeing it over and over. They do that to get the switch. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't get I, it. I see that a lot. Um, I agree. Yeah. What else? Uh, I've been, you know I've been pretty impressed with? OKC and Chris Paul. you got to hand him credit. Um, you know, people count them out before the season. It was supposed to be, you know, they traded Paul George. It was supposed to be, a, you know, people called it a tank. They have all these young guys. Chris Paul, everyone said they weren't going to keep Chris Paul. You know, they had no reason to have him. Uh, they made the playoffs. What are they, the, they're the six seed? Yeah. No, the five seed, five seed. They're the five seed. Um, and they're fighting. They're, the series is two and two. I know Westbrook has been out, but Paul's been good. Uh, Shea Gilgis, Alexander has been good. Schroeder's been good. Gallinari's been good. Um, I've been pretty impressed with them. I have been impressed as well. Um, I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's tough for Houston, right? Because they've got no Westbrook, but if they lose this year, if they lose this series, that sucks, right? Then Tony's probably gone, which is probably happening anyway. Now they're just left with these two stars and all these role players. They got rid of Capella. So they're really just two stars. Basically it's shitty if they lose. If OKC loses, I mean, who the fuck cares? OKC could lose the next two games. No, if Houston loses, it's it's totally debilitating. Between you know, they have a lot more pressure. Between being you know a really good team the last few years, Harden being one of the best players in the league, leading the league in scoring. If they lose the first round, you know it's just tough. And they went all in with Westbrook. They went all in, and and with Chris Paul, they decided these two guys now. The thing is, it's tough though because Westbrook hasn't played. They said he's game time. They're playing tonight, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Six o'clock. It's good to game. game. If it happens. If it happens, yeah. I, I was looking forward to that. Um, they said he's a game time decision. Um, but it, so it, it's sort of a theme with the playoffs. I think it's tough to look at D'Antoni to look at the Rockets without Westbrook because he had an incredible second half of the season. Um, yeah. And it, it makes me think a little, a little around the lead. Like Nate, Nate McMillan for the Pacers was fired today. Um, yeah. You know, he doesn't have Sabonis, who I think, you know, a healthy Oladipo should be the best player. But Sabonis was their best player this year. You think Brett Brown was fired. They didn't have Ben Simmons. Um, so, you know, there's been a few of those instances, instances this season. But, Todd, I know you're a Pacers fan. What do you think about Nate McMillan getting fired? Well, so just really quick, the only the only difference I will say with D'Antoni is it seems like even if D'Antoni goes to the finals, he might get fired because he just doesn't yeah, seem to get a lot of It's a weird thing. We've sort of heard that before the season that um, Daryl Moore, I don't know if it's Moore or the owner. Like Furtada. 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 Furtado, the one supplying all the food for the bubble with his restaurants. You hear that? No, I didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, D'Antoni's supposed to be out. It's it's a sort of a weird situation. Um, but um, the Pacers, yeah, and and also, hey, I mean, just another example of what you just said. Alvin Gentry didn't really have a healthy Zion when he got back here, right. clearly. So I mean, probably could have helped him if he did. Um, the thing, what do I feel about the Pacers? I feel that two 
very different things about the Pacers. There's part of me that feels a lot of kind of upsetness because I'm like, we keep firing all these good coaches. We had Carlisle, we had, um, we had Frank Vogel, who's now, you know, coaching the one seat, obviously. And I'm a little like, why do we fire Rick Carlisle and Frank Vogel and now Nate McMillan? Like they're going to get other jobs, which is like, usually you fire a guy. It's not supposed to get another job right away. They all did pretty good jobs. I mean, yeah. Pacers. So Old Depot, I forget. Old Depot was out. He, He came back in the middle of the season, right? Towards the end, yeah. And he, he was okay. No, but I'm just saying, so we didn't have Oladipo part of the season. He next to bonus for the playoffs. I, I, you know, I know they got swept. Um, it's, you know, never wanted to get swept. The Heat looked good, but I, I just thought it was tough. And they gave him a contract extension uh, a couple of weeks ago. Just for they a did. year. So what they, yeah, I looked that up. I was curious about that. So they gave him a one-year contract extension into next year and a team option for the following year, which was basically a way of like, being like, hey, Nate, congrats. We're really thankful for what you've done. But clearly, we don't believe in you. <laughs> I mean, clearly. Um, you know, they got eliminated, I guess, two days ago and he was fired today. Um, so, I, you know, I, there's a few coaching changes. Um, do you, did you see the rumor that Pop might be interested in joining? The, I guess it's more that the Nets are interested in Pop. That's the rumor, at least. But what do you think about that? I mean, I would really love that. That sounds like super awesome as a basketball fan the, the idea of seeing like Durant and Kyrie and Levert in, like a Spurs offense that's like that doesn't even feel real which is why I feel like it won't happen yeah listen I mean I'm a I'm obviously a Knicks fan and um you know I don't want the Nets to be like the next uh super team but at the same time you know Pop's one of the all-time coaches the Spurs are in you know they're not even in a rebuild because I don't think Pop would want to rebuild but you know the Spurs are not in a great place they have DeRozan Aldridge both not too young they have a couple of young players, but, um, you know, I, I don't see, you know, that's the only reason I think it sort of made some sense because I don't see Pop spending his last years on like a middling team. Um, point. That being said, I don't know if it'll happen. They, they like their interim coach, Jock Vaughn. Ty, uh, Ty Lue has been linked to them. Um, it, would ju- it would be interesting. It would be, you know, it would be Bel- Belichick moving after, you know, all these years. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Maybe we'll, we'll do another podcast when that happens. Yeah, I think that's cool. I mean, I hope that that happens. Um, probably won't. Like, I feel like they're just like, all right, we want – I don't think they're going to keep Jack Vaughn, even though he's a good coach. I think they're, they're like, we're getting Ty Lue, and maybe we'll get Belichick and, like, Kyrie and Durant being all Kyrie and Durant and, like, putting so much pressure on the front office. Like, you've got to give him as much money. you got to give him everything. They're probably calling him. But I think at the end of the day, he doesn't want to – he doesn't want to ruin his legacy. Did you say Belichick? That's too perfect. Did I say Belichick. Popovich. Popovich. I mean, the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, also, the Nets, the Nets have Sean Marks as their GM, so that's that's part of it. The um, pop connection. He used to work for the Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Okay. Um. So let's. We sort of touched on it, but let's talk about who, you know what really matters. Who do you think? Uh, who do you think wins it all? Who do you think goes to the finals? So I wrote this down before, and now I'm rereading it, and I'm like, wow, this is kind of bold, but, you know, I think it might happen. I like it. So I'm going to say in the East, the Celtics beat the Raptors. I think the Celtics I – really, I really think the Celtics might have a nice beat on the Raptors because Jason Tatum is the best player in that series. Like, I feel good about saying that. And I, feel, I, I feel good about – or at least maybe the, the best in the last few minutes. Um, sure. Maybe, maybe – Maybe that's easier to say. And then 
Kemba Walker might be the second best. I mean, like, I know Kyle Lowry's in his world, but and, – and Siakam's a great player, but I don't think of him as a last few minutes player. So, anyway, I mean, Fred Van Fleet doesn't miss, but regardless. I, I have the Celtics winning that. really good, and he's being linked to the Knicks right now. So, I, I'm, I'm watching him very closely. <laughs> I, I mean, I like that. We'll, we'll see. I don't know if that's – I don't, know, I don't know how old he is. I have to check that. How old do you think? He's 26 because he played a few years in college. Um, if you're talking about, you talk about the Knicks, I, listen, I like him. It's not really what they need. Um, you know, they draft too. What? But, I mean, they draft a little bit. The thing is, he's not going cheap. He's playing good. I think he's somewhere around $20 million a year. Um, right. So, I, I don't know. Either way, you could be right. And there's a world in the series where Tatum's the best player, Kemba's the second best player, and, you know, Jalen Brown could be even the third or the fourth. Um, right. Yeah. But that being said, I've been underrating the Rock, the Raptors all year. A lot of people have. And they play good ball. I mean, they play – They're deep. very good. Um, you know, Siakam really really- become an all-star level player. Um, so, I, once again, we're uh, – I think we're counting the Raptors out a little bit. So, all right. So I you- hope I'm – I hope I'm not. Like, I, I do actually I, – I agree with that. I think Nick Nurse is actually probably the best coach in the league. I just think Stevens is in his world and has a better team. Like, I just think, like, he lost Kawhi. Like, I know we're like, oh, my God, they're, they're going to win without Kawhi. They're, like, somehow just as good almost. But they're not. They don't have a superstar. I don't, I don't know how you could be. It really doesn't make sense. But doesn't make sense. All right. So, you have uh, Boston beating – Celtics beating the Raptors. I have the Bucks beating the Heat. Um, I think it's going to be a six-game series. Mark that down six game series, but it's going to be grueling as well, hell. They're going to really beat up Giannis. I, okay. First of all, mark down, guarantee six game series. But the no, Heat are a good team. I mean, they have, so it's what I said uh, for the playoffs. You want a deep team, you want a star player, and you want a good coach. Spolstra, Jimmy Butler is the go to scorer, and then they have a deep team. They have a bunch of guys that can score, they have too. a bunch of good shooters. It's the right recipe. It really is. I couldn't agree more. I just think that it's like the right outline of a team. They're just not actually – I could right. be wrong. I don't think they're just actually good enough to be the Bucks. Like, I think if they got Drew Holiday next year or something like that, something yeah. to maybe legitimize them further, then I could see it. They would have to shoot the ball like crazy. Um, Jimmy would have to play crazy. Dr- Drogic, who's playing really good, would have to be amazing. Really good. Um, it's possible, but I'm going to hold you to that six games. All right, so you have Milwaukee from the East. Oh, no. I did, I, did I say that for you? Sorry. Who do you have? No, no, no. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I have the Celtics beating Milwaukee, actually. And uh, what games did I say? Like I said, I have the Celtics beating them in seven games. Um, I think the Celtics know how to wall up Giannis. I think a lot of this does come down to strategy and just kind of the way you set up the floor. And I think that if you make Giannis not be able to do his thing where he's running coast-to-coast killing you, then their shooters become weakened, and then Brooke Lopez I'm, doesn't I'm, have five feet. I'm listening, but I don't hear you. So I, I'm, I, I'm a Giannis defender. I think he's incredible. I think he had one of the best seasons in the last yeah. 20 years this season. I um, agree. I, I understand you want to wall him up. That is the key, because once he gets going and gets the Euro step, he's at the, the basket. Um, I just don't think it's that simple. Um, I think not. I think, you know, Milton's yeah. playing good. Bledsoe's playing good. Both Lopez's are playing good. I think Giannis is too good. I think this, you know, like we said, Luca's coming out party. Everyone knows Giannis is great already. I think he's going to have another coming out party. I think uh, Milwaukee beats Boston and gets to the Eastern, uh, gets to the finals. Well, like Luca too, um, everyone loves Giannis and so do I. So it's not like I'm like rooting against Giannis. 
I love Giannis too. If he does that, like I'll be so happy. If you had to ask me who I want to win the championship this year, I'd actually probably say the Bucks. Yeah, I'm not rooting so hard for anybody. Yeah, I was gonna say, in a weird way, I'm almost rooting for no one. I want good basketball. I want good stories. I want good games. Um, yeah, you know, like I, that. I don't know. I whatever happens, sort of happens, and I'll be okay with that. All right, so I have Milwaukee. You have Boston. Let's do the West. The West, I got. Uh, da, 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 da. So I think the Clippers beat the Mavs in six or seven. I'm really excited at the idea of it going seven. I really hope the Mavs can take it seven because Luke at the game seven sounds cool, but I think it's probably going to be six. But either way, I think the Clippers win. Um, just they're too hurt. Then I think that if they get the Nuggets, they're going to have a hard time, but I think they'll win. But if they get the Jazz, I think they'll fuck them up. I think it's like five games. Then I think um, just because I think with the Jazz, the Jazz aren't offensive enough to keep to keep up with the Clippers' strengths especially if they get Pat Bev to come back and hold them, hold Mitchell a little defensively. I think that uh, that's not a great series for the Jazz. Yeah. Then I think we got Clippers against the winner of Houston versus the Lakers, because I think Houston beats OKC in seven, okay. which I think will be a dramatic series. Um, then, I think, uh, then I think Houston will lose to the Lakers in seven. I think it's going to be one of those series where the Lakers win game one or maybe even game one and two. And the Lakers just win – Houston wins three in a row just by hitting threes. And then the Lakers go like, wait a minute, we have playoff experience. LeBron does his post-down thing. He starts guarding Harden. They win in seven. And then I think the Clippers beat the Lakers simply because um, I don't think the Lakers are deep enough to deal with the Clippers. And the amount of guys scoring will be overwhelming while the Lakers have to rely on some shittier guys – I mean, the Clippers are so much deeper. Um, Kawhi, PG, Morris, Beverly, um, you know, Montrez. Um, Sorry, so you have Clippers over Lakers in? In seven. Uh, Did I have seven or six? I Uh, Seven. And then I I have the Clippers over Boston in seven. So I would love to zag on the Western Conference. I would love to be the Stephen A. year skip. But, you know, that's not this type of show. I'm not going to put myself out there. I think – Clippers are on the finals also. Um, I think Kawhi, you know, is playing so good, um, so clutch. Um, I think they're deep. I, you know, I don't want to say LeBron is slowing down. LeBron, I, everyone thought that for a game or two, and then, you know, they beat Portland three in a row. LeBron's still playing great. AD's playing great. Um, I just don't think they're that deep. And I wouldn't be that surprised if the Lakers beat the Clippers. But I have the Clippers out of the Lakers. So, you know, we both have. Wait, you know, so you – and then you have uh, – sorry. Clippers in seven. Clippers, Clippers in seven, seven over the Celtics. Um, I'm going to say Clippers in six over the Bucks. So we both have Clippers. Like I said, I'm not going to zag just because you have the same. That's what I think. Um, not that kind of podcast. Well, you know what? I, I will allow either of us to change after each round, though, because – That's You know, I, you know th- these are our picks, but I like to see – you know, I like to use my eyes and see who's playing well and um, – We'll see. Um, any other things before we wrap up? Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about what you were saying about the Clippers and the Lakers. So two things. One, I was thinking about what you said with the Clippers and the Lakers. And you know what's tough with the Lakers is that LeBron, like, is amazing. He's the best pass in the league. He has the best basketball IQ. He's one, he's one of the top few players. But one of his problems is he honestly doesn't want to do the defensive dirty work for 48 minutes. It's been I a- can't blame him. And it's, and been, it's not easy for him. It's been a couple of years now. And I can't – couple years he, he, I can't blame him either. And it's part of the reason he's still such a good player at this age because he knows – Right. He knows how to limit the, you know, the wear on his body. And um, – but, yeah, that, that's definitely a part of it. 
But Kawhi is Marcus Smart. You know, Kawhi is down to do that stuff. Right. Kawhi is, what, he's 28 or 29. He's, he doesn't care about anything else. It's just basketball. He doesn't – I think he does have an ego, but it's not the same as LeBron's. He's happy to do that he's stuff. So, I think in the long term – He's a quiet ego. I think – Yeah, he does. I think it's – we've started to see that the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. So, I think as, as he starts to finish – as he starts to keep playing and LeBron's just like, you know, playing defense like Jokic plays, like Doncic plays, like, you know, like these stars who just aren't good at defense – if, and, and I'm not saying LeBron can't do a chase down block and all of a sudden be the best defender on the court. I know he can. But most of the time, he's just going through the motions. Harden, too, even though Harden's been better. But as Kawhi does the dirty work, and so does Paul George, I know Anthony Davis does, too, but, like, big guys don't move as much, usually. Like, the, the, the Clippers are just going to have an advantage that they just have a stronger motor. Uh, and then the last thought I just wanted to wrap up with was I didn't mention the one thing I like about the Pacers – firing McMillan, which is that we're not going to win a championship with McMillan. So I'm ha- if we're trying to go more innovative, I'm all for it. I, yeah, I mean, big picture, McMillan might be a good coach, but I agree. You know, um, it's about going for the championship. Um, all right. And uh, I hope LeBron hears that you just trashed his defense and uh, uses that as some motivation. We'll see. I, if LeBron hears that, we're all good. If this did, I'll apologize. And LeBron uh, and subtweets it, you know. We'll, uh, we'll have some, some, uh, we'll take some credit. All right, Todd, this was good. Let's do this again. Let's not wait another year before we do this again. This was pretty cool. Um, we're going to have a lot to talk about, I guess, you know, after first, you know, hoping we have some more games, we'll see what happens. Um, but after the, after the first round and then there's gonna be some really good matchups. So I'm excited to talk again. Uh, good seeing you, buddy. Good seeing you too, Brett. And, uh, we will do this sooner than later. Hopefully after the next round. All right. Later. All right. Enjoy, everyone.